mornings, I'm Chris Oaks, and coming up today, beyond Black Friday and Cyber Monday, what are the retail trends for the rest of the holiday season and beyond? Also this morning, our Great Gift series continues, and this is the one you've been waiting for, the top toys for Christmas. We'll talk about how not to get ripped off this holiday, advice on spotting and avoiding financial scams. In our community and business spotlight, Findlay's AMC Theaters have some great deals for your next movie night. Finley Trojans head coach Jim Rookie previews the upcoming basketball season, and it's a homemade Christmas from Kyra's Kitchen. This is the Good Mornings Podcast Edition for Friday, December 1st, 2023. Man, where has this year gone? I mean, we're into the final month of the year. It just seems like it has flown by. You know, now that we are into the final month, uh, we start to get those year-end lists. The other day we were talking about the word of the year, Merriam-Webster and uh, Apple Music and Spotify, their year-end music list, the top music and top artists and all of that. Um, So we get all of these year-end lists, and among them, Forbes magazine publishes an annual feature called the 30 Under 30, which extols the achievements of highly successful young executives. And uh, whenever you put one of those lists out, you're bound to get burned every now and then. And it has happened to Forbes with their 30 under 30 list. Some of the uh, individuals that have been uh, celebrated on the list have turned out to be not such great people after all. And so they just published, and I think this is the first time that they've done this, they just published a Hall of Shame listing 10 young achievers from previous 30 under 30 lists who have fallen from grace with a resounding thud. And the list includes, and I would think this was probably the probably the thing that precipitated this Hall of Shame list, Sam Bankman-Fried, the former cryptocurrency king who now faces up to 115 years in jail for defrauding his customers. He was on the 30 under 30 list. And uh, yeah, (laughs) Uh, looking back, probably not the best choice. Uh, So he makes the Hall of Shame list. His ex-girlfriend, Caroline Ellison, also made the list after pleading guilty to wire fraud and money laundering. Um, Let's see here. Probably the most notorious name on the list is Martin Shkreli, the pharma bro. Remember the guy who a few years ago price gouged uh, life-saving medication that costs next to nothing to manufacture? And he jacked up the uh, price of it like 6,000%. And then uh, later ended up in jail for an unrelated crime of stock price manipulation. So he also was a former 30 under 30 recipient honoree and uh, not so honorable honoree as it turns out. So kind of interesting uh, Forbes magazine. At least they own up uh, to the shortcomings when they have one of these. So uh, the holiday season is upon us. A little bit later on this morning, we have our picks for the top toys of the season. The toy guy, Chris Byrne, going to be with us. 
as we wrap up our week-long Great great Gifts series. We were mentioning a little bit uh, earlier, and uh, we'll talk about that uh, as the uh, program goes on here. The Toy Zone has created a list of the world's favorite toys, which I thought was kind of interesting. Ludo, L-U-D-O, Ludo, a strategy board game, is number one globally. Hmm. Um, this toy is the most popular in 20 countries around the world, according to the Toy Zone. Uh, toy Zone. Mozambique, India, and Mongolia among the... <laughs> so if you've ever wondered, what is the top toy in Mongolia? Well, it is uh, the strategy board game Ludo. Um, Barbie and Yo-Yos are tied for second place on the global toy list. They are most popular in 16 countries each. Um, the Simpsons toys are most popular in Australia. The Rubik's Cube still dominates the toy market in Bangladesh. And I knew you're waiting for this. In the United States, according to the Toy Zone, Catwoman takes first place. Really? Catwoman? That's that's what you came up with? Catwoman? I, I don't know. I mean, not to disparage Catwoman or anything, but is that really number one in our toy list in the United States? I will give you a preview. I don't think anything Catwoman is on uh, Chris Burns' uh, list of top toys for Christmas that's coming up here in just a bit. I think Spider-Man is, but not Catwoman. Anyway, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, We have talked about the fact that toys, not just for kids anymore. I think it was last week we were talking about something like 40% of all toy sales are by and for other adults. Uh, they call them kid alts. Um, one in four Americans, according to this new survey from LG Electronics, one in four Americans don't feel like they are adults until their late twenties. Six percent don't feel fully grown until their mid thirties. Um, but this is what was kind of interesting on the uh, survey: when people do grow up, they come to enjoy mundane activities that we don't normally think of as enjoyable. Shopping for groceries, balancing the budget, doing dishes, doing laundry, vacuuming. Kind of interesting. So I guess there is some truth to that uh, that story or the uh, the commercial was it, young homeowners becoming their parents, something like that. <laughs> we do find uh, pleasure in those simple things that we didn't, enjoy before once we actually become grown up grown-ups but it appears most of us just don't want to grow up is what it is. anyway uh so big news among the first things you need to know this morning the most interesting and buzzworthy stories of the day a commercial airliner this week crossed the atlantic without using any fossil fuels it was a virgin atlantic uh, boeing 787 that flew from london to new york on Tuesday, running on a fuel made from animal and waste fats. So, yeah, all bio biofuels. Uh, the world will always assume something can't be done until you do it, according to Richard Branson, founder of Virgin Atlantic Airways. He was aboard the flight. Uh, the UK, de- uh, UK Transport Department provided... 
about a million, $1.27 million to operate the flight, which is a step towards something they call Jet Zero. Jet Zero, which aims to decarbonize air travel with sustainable fuel. Here's what I want to know. Did they tell the passengers <laughs> that, I mean, were there... Is this by invitation only, or is this a regular scheduled, regularly scheduled fl- uh, flight? The uh, story doesn't say, and I have to wonder, would you be nervous if the uh, pilot came on the uh, PA and said, uh, attention passengers, uh, here's something interesting. We are flying across the Atlantic. We're flying across the ocean with nowhere to land in case of emergency, uh, and we are carrying no jet fuel. So, I don't know. It sounds like a pretty shaky experiment to me, but... Uh, let's see here. Uh, if you are looking for a new job heading toward the new year, pack up and move to Washington in uh, Wallet Hub's job market strength and economic health analysis for 2024. They compare all 50 states across 34 key indicators of job market strength and economic vitality. Washington state number one. Um, according to their rankings, the highest average monthly starting salaries, uh, low unemployment rate, and fewer than 4.2% of people living below the poverty line. So Washington, place to be. You want a job? I don't know where Ohio ranked. I didn't see the, uh, I didn't see the full list. So you'll have to look that up. But Washington is number one. And this I thought was kind of interesting. Researchers surveyed over 1,100 workers and found that 45% of them would be willing to accept a pay cut in exchange for the flexibility of working remotely. On average, employees who can effectively perform their duties from home are willing to give back three dollars to $6,000 of their annual wages, which equates to 4 to 8% of their salary. Even more astonishing, one-fifth of respondents are ready to sacrifice anywhere between twelve dollars and $24,000 a year in order to stay home, which is as much as one-third of their salaries. Can you, I, I mean, I get taking a lower rate of pay in order to stay home because you have lower expenses when you stay home. We found that out during the pandemic. But to give up one-third of your pay, that might be a little much. I'm thinking that might be just a wee bit excessive, extreme. I don't think I'd be willing to give up that much. Uh, Of course, it would depend on what your salary is to begin with, I suppose. And uh, finally, among the first things you need to know this morning, and this is definitely going to be one of the most buzzworthy stories of the day, Machine Gun Kelly, you know the musician... Um, Machine Gun Kelly is trying to entice Travis Kelsey to come play for the Cleveland Browns. (laughs) Machine Gun Kelly, a big Browns fan. And uh, on the Kelsey Brothers' latest episode of their podcast, uh, Travis announced that he had received an offer from Machine Gun Kelly of $500,000 along with a half a million dollar donation to uh, his former high school. Um. His and Machine Gun Kelly's uh, former high schools, they're both from Cleveland. Machine Gun Kelly from uh, Shaker Heights, uh, Travis Kelsey from Cleveland Heights. So 
the offer was $500,000 to Travis Kelsey and, and $500,000 each to their former high schools if he agreed to come play for the Browns. He said, while the offer was tempting, he's happy in Kansas City. Thank you very much. So don't expect <laughs> Travis Kelsey to be coming to play for the Browns anytime soon, despite the offer. There you go. Some of the most interesting and buzzworthy stories to get your Friday morning started. WFIN News. I'm Matt Demchek. Your WTOL 11 weather. Showers possible today. A high in the mid 40s. Cloudy tonight. Uh, low in the mid 40s. Some lawmakers want to make changes to Issue 2, which legalizes recreational marijuana in Ohio before it takes effect next week. House Bill 341, sponsored by Republican Gary Click of Vickery in Northwest Ohio, would allow municipalities to ban marijuana dispensaries and the home growing of cannabis plants, both of which were protected by Issue 2. Legislation would also create an additional revenue category designated some tax revenue from marijuana sales to fund law enforcement training. I'm Clay Gordon, ONN. The Finley-Hancock County Community Foundation's Fund for All series of free community events continues in December. Community Foundation President and CEO Brian Treese on why they created the series. After the last few years of stress and uncertainty, fun is even more important than ever to improve quality of life. And improving the quality of life for all in Hancock County is the mission of the Community Foundation. And the December events include Lunch with Santa at 50 North, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation movie at MCPA, and It's a Wonderful Life, a live radio play put on by the Fort Finley Playhouse. Get more details in this story on our website. Ohio Treasurer Robert Sprague of Finley says the Ohio Market Access Program, administered by his office, has helped the village of Cary enter the market to refinance outstanding debt and save an estimated $38,000 in interest costs. Sprague says with this latest deal, the Village of Cary will bring their total savings through the OMAP program to more than $200,000 since first partnering with our office in 2018. Get more details about the Ohio Market Access Program in the story on our website. The Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton has announced the 25 semifinalists for the class of 2024. The list includes 18 players who were semifinalists last year and two first-year eligible players. This year's selection includes Akron native and Kent State alum James Harrison. The selection committee will vote for the class of 2024 before the Super Bowl, and the enshrinees will be announced on February 8th. I'm Dave Chodowski. Remember, you can always get more news online at WFIN.com. Okay, so now that we are coming up on the second official weekend of the holiday shopping season, we've made it through the official onslaught of Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday and Travel Tuesday. Uh, Roshan Junja is uh, head of retail at Square with some new data on consumer shopping trends for this season and what businesses can expect as we head through the rest of the uh, coming weeks before uh, Christmas arrives. Roshan, Thanks very much for uh, taking the time. First of all, what are some of the uh, trends that you are seeing coming out of this Black Friday to Cyber Monday extended shopping weekend here? 
Yeah, so definitely this was uh, a big one, uh, Chris. Uh, Record-setting, in fact, for Square and Afterpay sellers, we saw consumers turning out in droves to support their favorite businesses and uh, kick off this holiday shopping season. Uh, four high-level stats that I'm going to highlight here. One is that the holidays are really uh, beyond traditional retail at this point. So while Square and Afterpay sellers saw 70 million transactions, restaurants experienced a 15% increase in transactions. And we saw more beauty sellers leaning into it. So it's about the gifts that you can wrap, but it's also about the experiences that people are, are uh, going out and shopping for. Mm-hmm. We saw that in-person shopping grew. So in-person shopping up by 15%, people uh, doing uh, you know those face-to-face transactions. Uh, online cart sizes are really large, 3.9 times higher than in-person hmm. uh, when you're shopping online. That reinforces the power of wanting to uh, to make sure that you have a presence in, in multiple channels. We saw buy now, pay later usage is increased. Uh, Afterpay saw 19% more consumers looking for choice and flexibility using a buy now, pay later solution. And, uh, you know, I'll throw in an extra one that's a little bit more uh, Georgia-focused. Uh, we saw about a million transactions in the state uh, over the weekend. Top cities, of course, Atlanta, Savannah, Lawrenceville. Peak minute for shopping came in on Cyber Monday at 3.59 p.m. So <laughs> that uh, seems to be a pretty key, key window there. <laughs> you narrow it all the way down to the minute. It's amazing the data that we have access to. So based on those results from this first big weekend shopping extravaganza, what can you extrapolate uh, from that in terms of what businesses can expect for the rest of the season and how they should prepare for that. So what I would say is there's three key things that businesses can expect. And, and the first of them is that this is only the beginning. Um, if the last year is any indication, we know that in the next four weekends leading up to Christmas, um, we're only going to see more sales showing up. And so prepare by uh, ensuring that you're staffed up uh, to handle all those shoppers. If 15% more people are showing up in person, uh, you got to make sure that they have uh, the product information they need and help uh, checking out. Uh, discounting strategy, pretty key. We know that over 70% of consumers in the U.S. are looking for deals uh, to stretch their budget. And so the average discount this year is 22%. We know that 35% more sellers are offering discounts in the first place. So they're aware of and trying to meet those um, discount-hungry shoppers where they are. Second thing I'd say here is the consumers are continuing to drive a diverse um, shopping habits. We saw the consumers shop in person and online. Sellers should expect that trend continued. So that means an omni-channel strategy offering flexible payment options like buy now, pay later, right. offering pre-orders so you can help to build some excitement around your products and stand out a little bit from the crowd. Um, subscriptions were really notable. We saw that activated subscriptions grew 31%. So here's a way to both um, give a gift that's lasting a little bit longer, but also a great way to build recurring revenue. So final point I'll make is gift cards. This is always uh, really interesting around the holiday time. We saw 338,000 gift cards sold over this uh, past weekend. And a fun fact is, last year what we saw was that earlier in the season, first couple weeks of December, uh, gift cards were being loaded at about $130. Uh, but that increases as you get closer to Christmas. Hmm. It peaked on December 21st, where $223 loaded onto those gift cards. So this is that 
last minute guilt buying uh, shopping going on. Right. Uh, but it's a great opportunity for, for sellers, right? So sellers here can grow their revenue by making sure that they're stocked up on those online and in-person gift cards. Yeah. Um, really interesting stuff. I know going in, uh, there were a lot of retailers uh, that were a bit nervous. There was a lot of consternation about what the current economic climate would be, what the impact would be on shopping trends. And, you know, obviously the the numbers suggest a very healthy shopping season, but that's not to say that that is always going to be the case. Who knows what the next year may bring? Looking ahead a little bit beyond just the holiday and into 2024, talk about retailers and how they can adapt and be ready for whatever may come after the holiday. It's a great point, Chris. And uh, I think you you hit on the key word, which is adapt. Um, you know, none of us are in the business of uh, predicting the future. But one thing we know is that there's just been a lot of change in the world. And the quicker uh, a business can adapt, the more likely they are to, to survive and to thrive. So here, I would say the key things businesses need to do is to look into these tools that make it easier to streamline and automate the operations to reveal the trends and the insights they need. Uh, the key things would be inventory management, make sure that you're not out of stock on things, but also make sure you keep track of what's selling well and what is not so you can change your product mix over time. Uh, embrace AI to remove manual labor. So we've seen a lot of demand. We've been providing lots of tools at Square where you can generate product descriptions, generate marketing emails, you know, uh, minimize all the tedious work that goes in sometimes to, to operating that business. Yeah. And lastly, omni-channel. So when you sell across different channels, you kind of have to keep those things in sync, both from what you're offering, but also the experience you're giving your customers. Uh, so that's going to be important. And really, just in the end, it's ensuring you never miss a sale. You have integrated tools. They speak to each other. They give you the insights you need to, to run your business efficiently. That's going to be key so you can understand uh, where you can grow and uh, where you can improve. Interesting data here. Roshan uh, Junja, uh, Junja is uh, head of retail at Square, and you've got more information uh, on all of this at your website, right? Yeah, absolutely right. So everything I mentioned and more is available in our Black Friday Cyber Monday report. That's at our website, square.com. Uh, can also follow us on social channels like Instagram. Our tag is at Square. Uh, we're sharing lots of updates there about business, data like this, uh, and importantly, lots of info on the various solutions that we offer to help businesses of all shapes. Roshan Junja, thanks very much for uh, taking the time. We appreciate it. I appreciate it too. Thank you, Chris. Well, and now our great gift series all this week has been building to this. We look forward to it every year, our annual visit with the toy guy, Chris Byrne, for his picks of the season's very best. And Chris, you, sir, are living proof of what we were talking about the other day, that toys are not just for kids. They are not just for kids. Why <laughs> should I grow up if I don't have to? But, you know, play changes. No, really, play changes a little bit, and we'll get into that. But, you know, one of the things that's so important about all play is the narrative basis. And one of the best toys for that is called the Tonys. And this is a, a box, a speaker box, that's brought to life by collectible figures you place on top of the box. So what's new this year is Spider-Man. So I'm going to put Spidey up here. And it actually brings it to, to life. And when I take Spidey off, it stops. Uh, we've got <laughs> Spider-Man, uh, Spin, Ghost Spidey, all based on the Spidey and His Amazing Friends series. 
And then we got a good friend who's come back to visit us, Elmo. And yes, it's a plush doll that does the <laughs> Elmo slide. Uh, animatronic plush. This has become a viral sensation from Just Play, ages two and up, forty nine ninety nine. That one's going to sell out. And then unboxing continues to be one of the big trends for play for kids. And one of the best we've seen is the LOL Surprise Mega Ball Magic Set from MGA Entertainment. Four different ways to unbox, uh, crush, smash, squish, and bubble. And it, you can reveal 10 different dolls, which are just gorgeous dolls, really, really highly collectible. The, the set is $99, but if you bought all the dolls separately, you'd spend about 170 So if you've got an LOL fan in your house, this is a mega present for them this year. There you go. And it is true, by the way. We were talking about the, the fact that toys not just for kids. I'm sure that you saw the story uh, from the uh, Toy Association. Again, we were talking about it the other day. It says a quarter of all toy sales last year were made by grown-ups, either for themselves or other kidults. And I would imagine that there are some on your list that would be great for all ages. Well, absolutely. I mean, again, why stop playing? I wanted them Lego. I mean, Lego. I live I live across a park from a Lego store. It's mobbed all the time, and not just with kids. Uh, the Lego Star Wars Yoda's Jedi Starfighter from the Lego group, it's based on the Clone Wars. And so you've got uh, a minifig of R2-D2, Master Yoda, 253 pieces, $34.99. And then everybody loves coloring. And the Crayola HD coloring kit comes with... 20 uh, highly defined photorealistic pictures, and then 30 uh, intensely pigmented pencils. So you can create these wonderful works of art uh, really easy. It's very calming to play as well. So, so that's great, and that's about nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we can work off some of that stress uh, that, that we all have, especially this time of year. Uh, what else have you got on your list? I know you have a, a few others here. I do. You know, one of the ones that we've really enjoyed playing with has been the Story Pod. It's also a story, a screen-free story system, but their quote-unquote secret sauce this year is what they're calling the Story Sticker. You can program up to 60 minutes in the sticker through the app and then if you can't be there, you can read it. So, for example, I read one of my favorite stories to my nephews, and they can touch the story pod, and they can hear Uncle Chris read them the story, even though I'm not there. Really great, about ninety nine ninety nine. And for a little magic, the LOL Surprise Magic Flyers, it looks like a perfume bottle. You rub the perfume bottle, it actually magically pops open, and then the, the flyer, the doll, flies out of it kind of on a, on a propeller. Really super fun, $29.99. And then probably the most innovative construction set we've seen this year is called Square Goals. It's magnetic-based, and it's, it's based on squares. But what you do is you put them together, and it's not just building because you've got panels that you can draw and create your own world on. And the characters there that are the, they call them the Ogs, and they are, you know, they're part marble. So you can make marble runs, do all kinds of other stuff. The mega set's about $119, and there are some great deals on that that we've seen coming up. Is there a best time to buy toys? Uh, a lot of uh, experts will say, you know, uh, some stuff, you know, this pr product category, that product category, you get on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Others, you wait until a little closer to the holiday. The deals will be better. What about for toys? Is, is there a better time to buy than others? With toys, my best advice is if you see it, buy it. Because the last thing you want to do is be stressed out, waiting to save 5%, 10%. 
at the last minute. We are all about peace of mind at this time of year, especially when it comes to toy shopping. There's enough stress you got to deal with. But, <laughs> but seriously, uh, the deals are going on all the time. So there's, there's not just one time to buy, but truly buy, this, buy it when you see it because you're going to be a lot more relaxed when it comes down to uh, December 23rd if you've got what you want. Yeah, and you make the good point that uh, all of the, the hot items at Christmas time, they're always toys, and there are always some that sell out and become extremely hard to get if you wait too long. So a uh, really important point there, too. Again, uh, the toy guy, Chris Byrne, is with us uh, this morning with his uh, picks for the season's very best, and you've got... More uh, details on everything on your list at your website, too, right? Yeah, thetoyguy.com. You can see these and more. And we try to keep it up to date with the best deals, but that is changing on a daily basis. So uh, so definitely come by and see. And there's, there's many other ideas for the kids on your list. Chris, thanks very much for taking the time. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Well, unfortunately, scams are everywhere this time of year with people in the spending mood. Con artists want to get their cut, too, but we don't want you to become a victim, and that is why we are speaking this morning with Dino Dizovi. He is head of security for Cash App, the mobile payment service. And, uh, Dino, I remember we used to tell people to beware of pickpockets in the mall lifting your wallet in the crowd, and obviously the threats in the 21st century are very different, much more pervasive, more sophisticated. Are there any emerging trends that you see or, or scam techniques that consumers should be particularly on guard for this season? While we see this scam all year round, it definitely is an uptick during the holiday season, and that's the prepayment scam. What that is, is usually someone on social media is advertising or promoting like the hot new item that's sold out everywhere. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the, the number one toy for Christmas that no one can get their, their hands on. And what they're saying is that you need to send the money first over a payment app before they'll ship it to you. But what happens is you send the money, you never get the, the toy, and they just keep it. So the thing to remember there is that one, um, if something sounds too good to be true, it probably isn't true. And two, make sure you only send money to people that you know and that you verify that it's, it is who you think it is. Yeah. I know the common misperception is that seniors are the most common victims because young people are more technologically savvy. But in reality, Gen Z are three times more likely to be scammed than boomers are. So this truly is a message for everyone. We do see a generational divide in who's falling for these scams. And we see a lot of Gen Z falling for them. And that's really because Gen Z spends more time online and they're used to the immediacy of that. Mm. And scammers know how to take advantage of that. One way that scammers are doing that is what's called cash flipping. That's where they tell you, send me some money and I'll send you more right back. And that takes advantage of the immediacy that Gen Z is used to online, but don't fall for it. Yeah. What are some of the other uh, top tips that you can recommend for individuals to protect themselves from these holiday scams and fraud and all of that? There's three big things that I really recommend everyone do. One, check in on your account security. What that means is make sure that you aren't using the same passwords for your financial accounts or email accounts that you've ever used anywhere else online. And if your app, like Cash App, lets you set a PIN, make sure to do that and turn on features like Security Lock, which makes sure that if someone gets physical control of your phone, they can't use your signed-in app to send themselves money. Mm. The second thing is verify that you're only sending money to people that you know and that they are who they say they are. 
And third, remember that, especially online, something sounds too good to be true, it's probably not. So you need to be a little skeptical. Yeah, and and that's a piece of advice that has never changed from the very beginning of time. Again, years and years ago, uh, the the uh, way they do it may change and the uh, platform may change over time, but there's always the buyer beware uh, that we have to keep in mind. And as you mentioned, and I think it's important to highlight once again, uh, these are, this is more than just this time of year. I mean, obviously with all of the spending and all of the rush and all of the pressure and everything else, all of the distractions, you see a lot of it this time of year, but these scams can and do happen all year long. That's right. These scams can happen any time of the year. So we always need to be paying attention. Again, Dino Dizovi is head of security, the mobile payment service Cash App. Where do we get more information on the ways that we can protect ourselves, protect our finances uh, during the holiday season here? We set up a website. You can read up on the common scams and how to avoid them. And that's at cash.app slash how to identify and prevent scams but with dashes between the words after the slash. Okay. Dino, thanks very much for taking the time. Important reminders for folks this morning. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Now, the Good Mornings Community and Business Spotlight. James Dickman is with us. Uh, Here is the uh, manager at the local AMC Theaters in Findlay, putting them in the spotlight this morning for the movie-going experience. There really is nothing like going to the movies. And I, I know for a while... Folks were wondering, would the movies ever come back after the pandemic? It was a very challenging time for the movie industry, but boy, oh boy, if there's one thing that it taught us is there really is nothing like going to the movies. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's really a special experience to, you know, have that opportunity to go in and sit in a dark room with a bunch of strangers. <laughs> and, you know, everybody's laughing together. We're crying together. Mm-hmm. It's really a communal Experience yeah. That you don't get anywhere else. Yeah, I was going to say, we really don't have those communal experiences very much uh, anymore. And I think that's maybe what drew people back to the theaters after the pandemic. Yeah, I, I think that's a big part of it. You know, you're going in, you've got the beautiful you have the smell of the popcorn, popcorn aroma. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, there, 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 there's nothing like it. And a lot of great films coming out as we come into the holiday season. I know this is a big time for the movie industry. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. There's the Hunger Games prequel, The mm-hmm. Ballad of Songbirds. Huge Snake. movie this past it, it, weekend. It, it's, yeah. a, it's a huge movie. And you have to, those are films that you have to experience on the big screen with the the full surround sound and, and all of that. It's just not the same watching it on your TV at home. 100%. To make the, the movie-going experience even better for folks, uh, the loyalty program that AMC has all year round, but you also have some bonuses uh, through the holiday season. Yeah, so it's called AMC Stubbs, amcstubbs.com. It's a really great way to uh, get those those savings and those special deals. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you upgrade, renew, or sign up for Premiere anytime through January 9th, um, you get five bonus bucks right off the bat. I'm thinking that might be uh, something you could give uh, to the whole family for the holiday. You sign the whole family up. Absolutely. Besides the uh, premiere, you know, we also have the A-list. That's the one. It includes three movie tickets per week. So that's for your your, your frequent, frequent moviegoer. Yeah. And then for people that, you know, maybe come out maybe every month, uh, you know, that, that premiere is right in the sweet spot at only, you know, only 15 bucks for a year. And like I said, with the... with 
you know, one third of that coming back to you immediately. Exactly. So again, you can check that out either at the theater or online, right? Uh, that's right. Uh, amcstubs.com and then our, our main website, amctheaters.com. Check out AMC Stubs there as well as all of our uh, show times and upcoming movies. What uh, are some of the titles that in, are in coming December, up In we're really looking forward to uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Migration. Looks like a re- really good... That's uh, new animated film. A- animated yeah, I've seen film. the uh, previews. Uh, yeah. They were everywhere over the Thanksgiving weekend, so yeah. it's hard to have missed those. Looks like that'll be a, a fantastic movie, and, and Wonka as well. There's yeah. a new movie uh, titled Wonka mm-hmm. uh, coming up in December, so we're, that's it's going to be a great holiday season. Yeah, that's the uh, prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's right. the backstory of Willy right, Wonka. Exactly. Yeah, that should be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. You know, show times before 4 o'clock are about 25% off the evening price for those matinee times. And another big day is uh, Tuesday. Tuesday is uh, Discount Tuesday uh, for, for any tier of our uh, AMC subs members where you've got uh, discounts on your tickets and uh, certain concession things on Tuesdays as well. Uh, another reason to sign up. Again, uh, James Dickman is with AMC Theaters here in Findlay. Uh, some great stuff coming up, and even beyond the holiday season, we get into awards season and you know the, the big push for some terrific cinema at AMC Theaters. James, thanks very much for dropping by. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. The Community and Business Spotlight is a promotional advertisement paid for by the featured sponsor. So this weekend in Canton, high school football state champions will be crowned. First game last night, three more today, three more on Saturday. Meanwhile, back here at home, it's basketball season. The Trojans will tip off their campaign tonight on the hardwood with a visit from Defiance. And on this week's Coach's Corner, host John Marshall spoke with Findlay head coach Jim Rookie for a preview of this year's season. You have a load of talent back this year. Six seniors on the roster, most of whom have a lot of experience for you. What can you tell us about this senior class and what you hope to see from them this season? Well, you know, they've they've had success, uh, you know, freshman JV and, you know, last year in the varsity level. Uh, good kids, uh, skilled guys who put some time into basketball and uh uh, you know, we've we've always liked this group, and we're excited. Uh, you know, excited. It's now finally their their uh, senior year. The seniors are are uh, Ben Best and uh, Brody Barnes, Will Cordonier, Sam Ernst, uh, Javante Hill, and Luke Wyrow. And then, other than that senior group, right now, uh, one junior, Ryan Montgomery, will will be playing for sure. And uh, we have a we have an, another junior Connor Root and a, and a few sophomores that are competing to be you know that that maybe that seventh eighth man and, and get some time. You host Defiance. The Bulldogs lost an All League first team selection in Will Lommers to graduation. Also gone are second team selection uh, Tyrell Goings and honorable mention Jacob Hutchison. What do you expect to see from Defiance when they visit you on Friday night? Well, they're going to have a, a, mostly a, a new group. They they graduated uh, uh, most of their guys that that, uh, that played last year. They have they have maybe five guys that played varsity minutes, but 
but we're not, you know, not out there in crunch time usually. Um, but they, they, you know, they play really hard. Uh, they're disciplined. They're going to be in good position. They make you work. When you're on defense, you have to work. They move their people, and they move the ball well. And then when you're on offense, you have to work to get a good shot. They're going to be in good position, and they play hard, and they're going to compete. As you get out on the floor for the first time, are there one or two facets of the game that you feel like will tell the tale as to what your team is going to be like in live competition? Well, we're hoping we shoot the ball well. We think we have a really good shooting team. We've got you know all of our top six or seven guys uh, can can shoot the ball, and uh, they didn't shoot it maybe as well as we thought last year but they have that potential and uh, our guys are going to play hard and play together beyond the varsity what does the jv team look like as you get ready for this new season our sophomore group is uh you know they they have a pretty good feel for the game we like the way they play they like to play together they get in the gym and they love to play two on two or three on three you know we're excited about that group i think they they could have a nice year depending on how much we need to, you know, if we have to pull a couple of those guys up, obviously it might hurt them a little bit. But for the most part, uh, you know, we think they'll have a good year. Trojans and the Defiance Bulldogs tip off the season tonight. Airtime right around 645 after JV action right here on 1330 WFIN, WFIN.com and 95.5 FM. This is Good Mornings with Chris Oaks on 1330 WFIN, WFIN.com and 95.5 FM. We interrupt this program to bring you a broken news alert. Now this is an oops. If you've ever uh, done something dumb at work, made a mistake that's uh, cost your employer money, you can commiserate with this guy. Uh, The Iowa Lottery reported the wrong winning numbers on Monday. (laughs) They draw the lottery numbers and then they report the wrong numbers which resulted, as you might imagine, in a number of false winners. The mistake led some players to believe they had won up to $200. So at least they didn't get it so wrong that somebody was like a million-dollar winner, only to find out later that, uh, oops, just a $200. The error went live right after midnight on Monday and was not corrected until 7.30 in the morning. Uh, Fortunately, the Powerball players who were impacted by the blunder will be able to collect their winnings. How about that? It's their mistake. So the Iowa Lottery is paying up $200 at the max. I I think the lowest amount was $4. I think somebody won like 4 bucks. So... I mean, it's not going to cost them millions upon millions of dollars, but that's an oops right there. How would you like to be the guy who has to explain that to your boss? That's that's how you know you're having a bad day, right? Right there. Elsewhere in the broken news, this is one close to home. Uh, Let's see here. This is over near Cleveland. Where? where motorists on Interstate 90 were... Well, it was kind of like a Willy Wonka type of uh, situation. 
although motorists were not so thrilled when a semi-truck containing, containing chocolate and caramel crashed on I-90, leaving the roadway covered in candy. Chocolate and caramel. The uh, incident forced the closure of all lanes on the interstate. I mean, it was, it was pretty bad. According to the Ohio State Highway Patrol, which tells uh, local affiliate WEWS-TV, there was chocolate and caramel debris all over the highway, making for a less than sweet commute. The other day. <laughs> Yikes. <clears throat> all kinds of weird things being spilled on the roadways. That one's unusual, though. I don't think we've ever had caramel. How do you clean up a caramel uh, covered roadway? That's just what a mess. A Chicago area couple will not be in the running for parents of the year after enticing their children to steal merchandise from a Macy's store in West Suburban Oak Brook. Uh, Angelo Almaraz and Talia Morales of the Chicago area, both charged with one felony count of burglary and one count of felony retail theft. Authorities say the defendants entered the store Monday with their four children and urged them to put items into the bags that they had brought along to walk out, help themselves. That's nice. And take your kids on a shopping spree. Hey, kids, pick whatever you like. Just put it in the bag right here. Just put it in the bag. Uh, police confiscated nearly $1,000 of merchandise from the couple's vehicle. Um, they will be back in court the day after Christmas for an arraignment hearing. <laughs> Merry Christmas right there. That's not such a Merry Christmas as it turns out. And will not be up for any Parent of the Year awards. A for, Now this, I, I don't even know, this story left me speechless. I just This is a jaw-dropping story. A Florida woman, and I'm not sure where in Florida this is, a Florida woman has been arrested for allegedly stabbing her boyfriend in the eye with a needle uh, after... He looked at other women. Guess he won't be doing that anymore. Stabbed her boyfriend in the eye with a needle. Incident happened on Saturday when Sandra Jimenez reportedly pierced her boyfriend's right eyelid with a needle, a syringe uh, that was a medication for their dog. That's where she got the needle. It was a syringe. It was medication they were giving to the dog while he was lying on the couch. She just came up and stabbed him in the eye. Um, Ms. Jimenez, uh, when police arrived, they found her sleeping in a car outside the home. It says here the pair had been together for eight years. Not exactly a storybook ending right there. Stabbed him in the eye for looking at other women. Definitely will not be doing that anymore. Wow. <clears throat> and finally, in the broken news this morning, a Connecticut woman is suing the chopped salad chain. 
I don't know that we have any of those locations, any of those restaurants around here, but it is a fast food chain that specializes in salads. They call it Chopped, C-H-O-P-T. And uh, Chopped definitely lived up to its name in this case. Connecticut woman suing the chain, claiming she found part of a finger in her salad at a location in New York. Lawsuit filed at the state Supreme Court alleges that back in April, Allison Cozy realized that she was chewing on a portion of a human finger that had been mixed into the salad. The lawsuit says it came from a manager who had sliced off part of his finger while chopping arugula. It goes on to say that the manager left to receive medical attention, as you might imagine, but failed to toss out the contaminated arugula. It was left there on the service line and served to customers, specifically Ms. Cozy. Ew. Was left there on the service line with the tip of his finger. Ms. Cozy claims she has suffered a number of complications as a result, including shock, panic attacks, traumatic stress, nausea, and neck and shoulder pain. I'm I'm not sure. I I will buy the shock, panic attacks, traumatic stress, and nausea. I got no problem believing that she suffers from all of those maladies because of what happened. But neck and shoulder pain, uh that one's a little that one's a little hard to believe. She is seeking unspecified monetary damages and I got to think she's probably going to get them, you know? <laughs> I think I think she's got a case. This is not a frivolous lawsuit by any stretch. Wow. There you go. That is today's broken news report. An update on the odd and unusual side of the headlines. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. WFIN is your home of Finley Trojan Basketball. This is Tim Montgomery. Join me and Coach Cliff Height as we follow Jim Rookie's Trojans throughout the season. From the opening tip to the final buzzer, you'll get every drive, every dunk, and every free throw. Trojan basketball returns this Friday as Finley hosts Defiance. The Finley Trojans play here on 1330 WFIN, WFIN.com, and 95.5 FM. And now your daily download, the numbers behind the news and the statistics that shape our lives. If you have ditched your pricey cable bill in favor of streaming entertainment, you are not alone. The experts at Insider Intelligence say that this will be the year that the number of cord cutters will surpass the number of people paying for traditional TV for the first time. The numbers of cord, cord cutters, cutters have been growing for years, but 2023 will be uh, finally be the year that they outnumber their cable, cable customer counterparts. So more cord cutters than those who are paying for, for cable. Uh, it's kind of like, remember when uh, cell phones first outnumbered landline phones? I mean, that was a big shift uh, reaching that milestone where cell phone users outnumbered landline users. And we know what's happened to landline since. They've virtually become extinct. Well, a lot of folks are saying the same thing is going to happen to uh, cable TV companies, traditional cable. The number of cord cutters plus the number of people who have never 
uh, had cable in the first place will grow to 144.1 million by the end of this year. That's up 12.5% from last year alone. And they say in uh, by 2027, the number of people who watch their entertainment without going through their cable company will effectively double the number of traditional pay TV viewers. But there is a caveat on the horizon in conjunction with this. Um, According to Paul Verna, the vice president of content at Insider Intelligence, he says, regardless of how one defines pay TV, there is an unmistakable attrition in the number of people who are willing to pay upwards of $100 a month for a live TV bundle. The cord cutters have won, but have they? Because streaming services have yet to turn a profit, which means that more price hikes are on the way. And according to the Cord Cutters News website, the top subscription streamers, you're talking Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime, Max and others, the top subscription streamers are set to more than double the number of available pricing tiers in 2024. They are looking to introduce options that include access to premium content, yearly contracts, bundles, and more. Does that sound kind of familiar? Kind of like the cable company that you're trying to escape? Uh, According to the annual technology, media, and telecom predictions for next year by uh, the tracking company Deloitte, Uh, It will be kind of like going to a restaurant where there are so many options on the menu that you can't make up your mind. That's what it's going to be like uh, streaming. And what I thought was really interesting about this, the idea that more and more streamers uh, will go to these tiers of pricing, meaning that if you want to get, like, for example, uh, Peacock, Amazon Prime, and uh, more, Uh, are adding more live sports. Paramount Plus uh, adding live sports to their streaming offerings. Right now, you subscribe to the service, you get it all. But that may not be the case moving forward. You might have to subscribe and then add uh, an additional subscription to get that premium live content. Or more of that live content might go to a pay-per-view model. And in short, it's going to be more expensive... And there are going to be more options for streamers all in an effort to boost revenue for these streaming companies who, again, have yet to turn a profit. That's one of the things that made them so popular is their cheaper option. But because they're cheaper, they haven't been making any money. So something's got to give. Once again, my wife Kyra has joined us in the studio this morning to wrap up the week, as is traditional, with some recipes from Kyra's kitchen, but with a twist yes. this time. And uh, going to do this through the end of the year. Yep. Uh, it is a uh, homemade Christmas. Yes. And we were talking, I think, uh, the other day on the program, the fact that uh, homemade Christmas gifts are much more valued and welcomed by people, especially young people. Yeah. Uh, They find more value and and, uh, more... they're more welcome. They're yes. Or more welcome than just store-bought uh, yeah. gifts. So, uh, if you are so inclined, we have some homemade Christmas recipes. 
from Kyra's Kitchen that are not necessarily traditional dishes. Right. No, yeah. these aren't dishes. These are gifts. Yeah. So um, this first one can be a gift or it can be something that you can enjoy at home yourself yeah. or a little bit of both. We have done these, yes. right? Oh, we yeah. Have done I've, these got, at, them, I've got them on my tree mm-hmm. and I've had them forever. So, and, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. These last These forever. last forever. These are cinnamon Tree ornaments. Yes. So two-thirds cup of ground cinnamon divided, uh, plus one to two additional uh, tablespoons, which is optional, two tablespoons of ground clove, and a half a cup of applesauce. So preheat. <laughs> now, it, it sounds yes. like, wait a minute, you're, we're hanging applesauce on yeah. the tree. Yeah. Uh, but bear with us here. Right. So preheat the oven to 200 degrees and cover a baking sheet with parchment paper in a medium-sized mixing bowl. Whisk together two-thirds cup of cinnamon and the ground clove until combined add in the applesauce and stir together to keep a semi-firm dough if the dough seems wet add a tablespoon of cinnamon and stir together test the dough by pinching it between your fingers Uh, you should have a cookie dough consistency that holds together but isn't wet add another tablespoon of cinnamon if needed use your hands to knead together the dough and be sure to hold it together in a ball Uh, If it seems too crumbly, you can sprinkle a little bit of water on it. You just need to make sure you have that good dough. have to get the right right consistency consistency. there. Then uh, place a large square of parchment paper on the counter. Place your cinnamon dough ball on top. Place a second thing of parchment paper on top of your dough uh, using a rolling pin roll out. You want it to be about a half inch thick, um, a quarter to a half inch. Um, you don't want it much more than a half inch because it has to dry. Um, and uh, so you're going to then place your, use your cookie cutter, cut out your your uh, Christmas ornaments, and then... Um, Place them on a cookie sheet. Use a toothpick to make a hole. So I take mm-hmm. a toothpick and I kind of swirled it in the middle. You to can, make the hole big enough yeah, for a little You can use string a straw, or... but that seems to make the holes, I felt, too big. Okay. So I used a toothpick and kind of swirled so it in there. bigger than a toothpick, a but right. smaller than right. a straw. But you, you just want to open that up a little mm-hmm. bit use to get a little toothpick, ribbon. Use a toothpick, swirl it a little bit, yeah. and make that circle. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to bake three to four hours or until the ornaments are hardened in the middle, uh, you should be able to tap them in the center and not feel any give. So then you're going to take them out of the oven and um, after they're fully beaked, baked, and then allow them to cool completely on the cookie sheet um, and then string with your favorite ribbon or if you like like the... Um, uh, the wool, you know, whatever type of mm-hmm. thing you like um, to hang your ornaments. Yeah. And then you can put them on Christmas gifts. Um, you just need to be very careful if you put them on Christmas gifts because they will, they can break. Yeah. Um, or put them on your Christmas tree. They're going to be a little... Just- little heartier than like right. glass bulbs Correct. obviously but uh, they, they're not in still need to be careful yeah, yeah. and um, um, you can store them in a airtight container and put them out every year the other yeah that's the they, yeah. they're not going to go bad no. um and these like we said we've had some of these for oh, years and years and yeah. years uh, i think i made is, them when we were out of, out of the house 
at the house um, yeah, uh, on one thirty six. Yeah, one of our former yeah, former homes. houses, and I still have them today, and yeah. they are on my tree. <laughs> and uh, I love them. This would be a great uh, craft with the kids oh, yeah. or the grandkids yep. to make these ornaments, and, and they smell amazing. Yeah, you can make them in any shapes, traditional yep. Christmas shapes or whatever uh, cookie cutters you have. Yeah, uh, they are uh, awesome. Yes. Uh, also, here we have a recipe for hot chocolate in a jar, and this is yes. a great uh, catch-all yeah. type of yeah. Christmas gift, yes. like a gift exchange yes. gift. So one cup of sugar, one cup of unsweetened cocoa powder, a half a cup of powdered milk, a half a cup of chocolate chips, and one to one and a half cups of mini marshmallows. For a 16-ounce jar, um, hot chocolate recipe, layer one cup of sugar, then um, one cup of unsweetened cocoa powder, then a half a cup of powdered sh- milk, then a half a cup of chocolate chips, and one to one and a half cups of mini marshmallows. For your two, for your eight ounce jelly, uh, jars, then you just cut that recipe in half. Okay. So the same process, and you want to do that process so you have the you can see the layers, the layers in the so, jar. Yes. So you want it's going to be white, brown, white, brown, and then white with yeah, the marshmallows with on the top. Marshmallows on top. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So then um, then you can uh, make your tags, or you can cut out material and put that on the on it. And, you know, mm-hmm. just all kinds of different decorate things you can do with jar it. Yeah. If you want. Decorate the jar and. And uh, and then with your tag, you're going to want to, the tag should say, pour content into a bowl, stir, add a half a cup of hot uh, mixture into a, into a mug, and then add um, eight ounces of hot milk or water and stir. Those are and the enjoy. instructions for Those are the instructions the for on the tag. And that's so you, all on the Facebook page. Yeah, so you so give, all that stuff there. So you give yeah. the uh, hot chocolate in a jar. It's yep. basically the, the dry mix, ingredients. The uh, pre-made mix. Yep. And then they can add the hot chocolate. Yep. It is really a cool yeah. little uh, gift there yes. uh, for uh, someone on your list. And... Uh, along these same lines, you have a cranberry dark chocolate trail mix yeah, in so a jar. Yeah, so this one is real easy. So you just mix together your one package of 10-ounce dark, dark chocolate chips, one and a half cups of dried cranberries, one and a half cups of sliced almonds, one cup of raisins, one cup of coarsely chopped walnuts, and a half a cup of sp- pistachios toss all the ingredients together use a mason jar uh, funnel mix um, uh, to uh, put your ingredients into your jar and uh, then seal add a tag for of your choice you say Merry Christmas or whatever whatever type of because it's ready to go when they can munch on it right out of the jar preparation necessary don't have to add anything to this one even easier the uh, recipes for the cinnamon ornaments the hot chocolate in a jar and the cranberry dark chocolate trail mix in a jar are posted on the Kyra's Kitchen Facebook page yep. at Kyra's Kitchen WFIN on Facebook. And uh, we have a link up at goodmornings.net as well. And uh, next week, actually, not going to be, uh, won't have recipes nope. next week uh, because uh, we're taking an extended weekend uh, yep. next week. But then the next couple of weekends, yep. we're going to do more, more of these homemade yep. uh, Christmas fun recipes. Fun recipes, yes. yeah, that are uh, beyond just your traditional type of, of recipe. Cooking. So we got more yeah. stuff uh, coming up along the same lines. But again, uh, at Kyra's Kitchen WFIN on Facebook. For Kyra's Kitchen, my wife Kyra, thanks very much. You're welcome. 
And that, of course, will finish up our podcast for today. I want to thank all of our guests for joining us on the program this morning. And remember, you can get more information about all of the topics that we talk about each and every day on our webpage, and that is goodmornings.net. So until Monday morning, that is Good Mornings for this morning. Now that you've had a good morning, go on out and make it a good day, a great weekend. We'll catch you back here next week.